Hello and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. It's a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot and practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Kerry Thompson, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Clients First. We're going to be discussing all things social media today and how you can use the HubSpot social media tool and a few of the other features on HubSpot to manage different aspects of social media management. So from publishing posts, monitoring brand mentions to uh, analysis as well of social media. So welcome, Kerry. How are you today? Very well, thank you. It's bizarre to be on the other end of it. Normally, I'm the one posting out all our podcasts with our speakers. So it's unusual to be on the other end, but I'm looking forward to talking all things social. Brilliant. Um, Just to kick things off, could you tell uh, the listeners a little bit about your role at Clients First and what you do do day to day? Yeah, sure. So um, as you very well mentioned, I am the PR and digital engagement manager at Clients First. So my key focus is our marketing strategy um, and it involves a real variety of activity, really. So it involves a lot of planning content, developing it and then distributing it through a variety of different channels. But it's particularly with a focus on digital. So I create content that's aided to help and support delivering our campaigns, stories, our messaging, and then I distribute it using a range of creative media. So it can include lots of things like PR, third-party blogs, um, as well as our own blog on our website, um, creating videos, podcasts like this, um, downloadable guides on our website. And it's just all really to showcase our thought leadership, our client relationships and deliverables and These are all key activities to support our marketing strategy and our wider goals. So I guess at the center of our strategy, my focus is on more top of the funnel activities, you could say, that have a purpose of building clients first brand awareness, um, engaging with our audience across all channels. So in my role specifically, I want to generate engagement and interest with our target audience, support their buyer journey and develop their relationship with clients first, I suppose. And it's also important that I maintain an understanding of like challenges and the needs of our target audience, what key trends there are in the market or topics that potential clients or our followers want to see from us. And then I can almost feed that back into our overarching marketing strategy. So you could say my role's both proactive in a planning sense, but it's also very reactive, particularly when it comes to social media. Um, interacting with our audience on a daily basis. I have to be very aware of what's going on both internally, but also outside of the business. So it can be a real mixed bag, but I guess ultimately you could summarize my role as I am the external voice of clients first, and it's all with the intention of increasing our brand reach, generating leads and an opportunity for us. Brilliant. So as you mentioned briefly there, social media management is a big part of your role. Um, you know, I guess a lot of businesses will, um, you know, maybe more traditional businesses looking at social media will think that social media management is basically, you know, posting out stuff on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, <laughs> and that's all it is really. Um, and as you, you know, you've already mentioned a ton of things there that, you know, are just sort of scratching the surface of social media management. So in, in terms of marketing strategy in general, why do you think social media is, is such a large focus and, and particularly for, for you in your role? Yeah, I think social media management is is a really broad term. And like you said, some people can not always have great visibility of exactly what the role involves. And actually, there's a lot involved within the scope of it. So 
for me, when I am talking about social media management, I'm referring to the process of managing your your personal or your brand's online presence on social media platforms, like you said, like LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's just to name a few. Um, but this is done through kind of a number of activities using a range of different mediums, but it's the process of creating, publishing and analysing the content that you're posting. And I think in addition to that, which often can be forgotten or seen as maybe less important, social media management also involves engaging and interacting with your audience and your potential clients online. And I think within business, we're already very aware and tapped into how social media is at the forefront of a lot of marketing strategies. And it's a constant topic of conversation for businesses internally. And if it's not, it definitely should be because it's not limited to anyone. It can be used within all kinds of businesses in all industries. And I think, you know, we're seeing things like the rise of video, social influencers, platforms like TikTok, which can create global trends overnight. And it's just becoming increasingly more clear of how much of an impact social media can have on your business and how it can completely transform your brand awareness, your lead generation, and ultimately score you more conversions, which is what you want. And I think one thing that makes social media so successful that it is so accessible, which completely opens up your business reach and you can deliver your messaging and inquiring engagement from people that you wouldn't have been able to gain access to before. And it's at no additional cost. You know, there are things like ads and paid promotion, but mostly a lot of the activity that you are doing on social media is free, which is always a win for any business. So I think in my opinion, social media is more important than ever. You know, of course, the digital landscape and, and things we can do marketing wise is constantly changing. But I think it's become even more apparent, like you said, with traditional business and in the current climate. A lot of businesses, particularly small, who previously had no online presence or a very minimal amount of online presence, they've had to adapt digitally very quickly to survive and to keep up with their competition, to stay in touch with their customers when that face-to-face -face interaction was suddenly gone. So with this new normal that has come with the pandemic, we're seeing a lot of businesses rethink their digital marketing strategies. And I think social media management is an essential part of that. Yeah. And um you mentioned tiktok actually that and it's um you know it's, it's tiktok's become quite a big thing in in our house especially because my wife just literally she's on tiktok all day so <laughs> you know especially working from home you know all i can hear is uh tiktok in the background most of the day <laughs> yeah that, that'd be some good clients first content right there oh wonderful there you go next week's content is sorted <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's let's move let's move the conversation on to HubSpot then. Um, so, in terms of of using HubSpot then for social media management, um, is this a tool you'd used before um, working at clients first, and, and did you have much to compare it to at all? No. So interestingly, before this role, I didn't have much insight into HubSpot or you know what their business model actually was. So it's been a real period of learning and adapting for me, which actually has ended up being a real positive. I think it's allowed me to really go back to basics with the role and with clients first marketing and understand how we can get the most out of social and how we can use the facilities that HubSpot provides in the most effective way. And I think I've worked in a variety of marketing roles where, you know, some businesses have just focused on free management tools that provide a live feed of your platforms, perhaps, and 
they don't necessarily look into the actual scheduling and analyzing of the activity. And then I've worked in roles where everything was pretty much done by an external agency and the internal marketing team actually didn't really have any visibility of, of social at all, which was really strange. And then I've worked in other roles which are on the other end of the spectrum that have used what feels like every social tool that there is. So I've had some really great insight into multiple platforms like, you know, there's Hootsuite, Loomly, Buffer, Sprout Social, the list goes on and on. And I think actually that's one of the most common struggles within social media management is the market is so saturated and there are so many different management platforms and tools out there that it's actually difficult to know what's going to aid you in your business in the most effective way without it being overly complicated to use or, or blowing your marketing budget and I think while I've seen different levels of social media management throughout my career I've also seen different levels of, of platforms so I've been in jobs where social scheduling and automated posting just isn't really used. It's much more of a, you know, when you have time kind of approach and using just the social media platform itself to post. But then I've been in roles where they use so many different platforms that all have different functions that it gets overwhelming and, and almost counterproductive. And a lot of the time a business has maybe one management tool for scheduling, one's good for Instagram, but perhaps not particularly Twitter. Another one might give you everything you want, but for a small business, it's just not an affordable option. And then there's a lot that pull data and give you that analytical insight, but it's only pulling data from one source, which can make it really limited, sometimes inaccurate. And actually it's not reporting on the metrics that you actually want and need as a business. So I think one thing I found so great about HubSpot is that it's linked up to a variety of data sources and it's just so easy to learn and quickly adapt to the functions and capabilities that it offers. There's so much learning material and how-to guides on their knowledge base. And I think it was probably less than two days after joining Clients First, I was up and running and posting on our social media platforms. And I think that really speaks to how simple and easy to use their social tool is because I had never used it before, but was finding it so easy to just get in there and get going. And it's it's not one of those management platforms where it's difficult to understand and you have to be a real expert in social media to use it. Anyone within the business could get to grips with it within a few hours and the skills are really transferable. So um, yeah, coming in new to HubSpot, I've, I've found no issues, which is always a plus for me. Yeah. So would you say that, you know, a social media management tool is a necessity for most businesses now. Um, you know, if you're running any sort of social media activity in a business, do you need to invest in a social media management tool? Is it important for a role um, being a social media manager? Yeah, I think so. I think, honestly, there's there's so many reasons why a management tool is your best friend when you're in a social media role. Um, and I think it's more of a question of why wouldn't you have a tool? I know that, you know, obviously you have to allocate budget to it and sometimes it may not always be possible. But I think if you can, 100% you should have a management tool within your marketing or social team. I think, like you mentioned before, there tends to be a bit of a misconception that a social media manager, oh, they just post a few tweets and like a few posts online and how hard can that be? But it can actually get very overwhelming very quickly when you're operating on multiple platforms, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter they're just a few of the many platforms that there are and you know b2b and b2c businesses may be on even more 
platforms than we're on. I think at Clients First, we tend to be a lot more focused with the platforms we use and we like to make sure that it's the right kind of content and audience for the B2B sector and for our business specifically. But when you think of the amount of social media platforms they are and how quickly they move in advance, it can quickly stack up. So For example, Instagram Reels didn't exist two months ago and almost overnight, a lot of businesses in particular B2C had to very quickly react and start to implement different types of media. So when you're posting on multiple platforms, it's not necessarily as simple as it sounds when different platforms require different kinds of content, maybe different sized graphics, different character counts. That's one thing I really appreciate about HubSpot Social is that I can't schedule a post unless I hit all of the specifications for what that particular platform needs. So for example, Twitter allows a considerably lower amount of characters than LinkedIn. So I'm able to keep an eye on when I'm reaching that limit. And if I post a GIF on Facebook, it won't be animated because the platform just doesn't allow them. So HubSpot flags that for me and lets me know that I need to upload a video instead. And these are simple sounding things that can be so easily forgotten when you're managing multiple platforms and as someone who is a big fan of getting ahead being organized with my social posts there's nothing worse than when I've taken time to put together a content plan I've scheduled our posts to automatically post and I think I can then somewhat relax but then I come back to my laptop after a meeting to a notification that actually the post failed to publish or it only posted on three out of four platforms because the file I uploaded was too big with my caption or it was incompatible And HubSpot eliminates that issue for me. So if you don't have a management tool, essentially you're having to have all of your social accounts open on multiple tabs and you're having to monitor each of them individually, which is not only time consuming, but it's also ineffective. And I think organizing them to a high standard is just too difficult to maintain. So it's much more beneficial to be able to manage them in one place on a social management tool So it's on one dashboard and visually everything you need is in front of you on one screen without you having to log into loads of different accounts. So for me, if you're a social media manager, um, yeah, it's it's essential. So as you you mentioned a a bit earlier, there's there's a variety of different social management tools out there, all that do different things, all at different price brackets. Um, Where do you you really start when deciding what to go for, what social media management tool to go for, uh, what the main things that you you would look for in a tool? Yeah, I think every person and every business is different. And, you know, some features will probably be more favored depending on how you work, how you organize yourself and ultimately what you want from your tool. I guess from a personal perspective and for clients first, if I was to to list the main things I'd want to be able to achieve from a management tool, it would be, you know, that it saves me time. I don't want something that's going to make my life even more difficult. The purpose of it is to help me save time and, and to get organized. I want it to help me increase brand awareness because ultimately that's my goal along with lead generation. So I want it to be affordable, but really have value and return on that investment And what that return might be is going to differ between different businesses and different people. But I just want it to be easy to use and to help me keep organized. And actually, I think a good social media manager will, of course, be focused on the doing and actually posting the content consistently. But they should also be doing further activity both before and after they publish that content online. So in terms of activity, I think with a social media management tool, you need to be able to to really do three key things. So 
you need to be able to plan and to schedule your content. You need to be able to then monitor that content in real time and be able to see that resulting engagement. And then you need to be able to analyze that social account and capture the data insight behind each post. And for me, it makes me very happy that the HubSpot social tool allows me to do all three of those things in one place. Whereas, as I mentioned, you know, some platforms aren't so great with Instagram automated publishing, but they are great for others. And some have analytics dashboards that just aren't giving me the data that I want. So with HubSpot social, I can schedule, I can monitor and I can analyze. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to come on to next. So the HubSpot social specifically, you know, what are the key tools you use and how have they aided you um, with social media management? Um, What are the main features of HubSpot social? Yeah, so I think it refers back to those three areas, really. I think it's nice to to split HubSpot social into your scheduling, your monitoring and your analyzing. And it tends to be that the dashboard gives you that view. So it, it already splits it into those three key areas. So if you're a social media manager and you don't have some sort of calendar view or automation to your post with with a scheduler, then I honestly don't know how you've been doing it and you probably deserve a very large glass of wine. Um, (laughs) You know, if we can make every role a little easier and take away a few tasks on our to-do list every day, then I'm all for it. And I get that in my role with HubSpot Social. So I think one of the most important things about the scheduling feature on HubSpot is that I can plan out clients' first social media content days, weeks, even months in advance if I really wanted to. And when you're using social as a business, your approach should be different compared to how you use it as a personal user. You know, when we're using social media for for personal use, it it's much more of a post when you feel like it kind of approach. And you don't necessarily think about peak engagement times or you don't need to factor in campaigns or launch deadlines so a lot more planning and thought is required when you're using it as a business and as a social media manager you may not necessarily be at your laptop at 9am on a Tuesday when a post needs to be published to hit that peak engagement so you're scheduling your posts and it allows you to do better quality content that's in line with your strategy so you can be intentional about what you post you can have that wider view of upcoming posts which allows you to then differentiate your content so you're not posting the same things all the time and you can always remain on message it just gives you that broader view and one thing I've definitely seen is that followings online are built when you're consistent with your posts I've seen some businesses post you know sporadically which if you're a follower or a potential lead can often feel like not much thought has gone into their social media and I've seen some that only post maybe once a week which is much less engaging and I think particularly in the b2b space your followers have chosen to follow you because they're interested in what you're talking about and they want to see that regular content from you. So posting once a day on all platforms should really be your minimum. I tend to spend maybe a couple of hours on a Monday morning scheduling the content for clients first on HubSpot for that week and ensuring that I have the whole week's content either ready to go or at least planned out. And the calendar view just makes it really easy for me to digest it and gives me a great view of everything coming up in advance and it isn't always the case sometimes I'm particularly busy on a Monday doing other things but and there's definitely no right way to do it but having a routine in place and using a scheduler with that automation built in for for publishing frees up so much of my time to focus on other essential marketing activity out of social media so that's your scheduling 
You've then got your second section, which is monitoring. And this is essentially how you interact with your audience and those who've engaged with your content. So I think a key social strategy for any business, and for me particularly, is just ensuring that I am being conversational as a business online and engaging back with the people who've taken time to leave a comment or initiate a conversation off the back of something that we've produced. So you don't want to become a machine that just constantly pushes out content and then that's it, you know, job done, nothing more is needed. I think an engaged following is an audience who know you, they like you, they trust what you're saying. And that at its core is how successful content marketers can help fuel lead generation. You want to to recognize those users on social media and build that community of fans for your brand because ultimately they're they're going to become advocates and that's what that's what you want online. So what HubSpot allows you to do is monitor all of your social account activity on one dashboard. So I can see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn engagement in one place and I can see which activity came from which platform and I can really easily reply or comment to those posts within HubSpot. I don't need to go anywhere else. So there's no need for me to remember loads of different passwords and have multiple tabs open for each platform. And with engagement, depending on the size of your business and your following, it can come in thick and fast. And unless you're on top of things, they can pass you by and quickly get lost in a pile of notifications. So the HubSpot monitor tab avoids me missing that valuable activity online and something that could have been really great to continue to engage with or could have become a potential lead. I always notice it because I can then check it off once it's completed in HubSpot and I know that I've addressed it. So it just avoids me missing those really valuable bits of engagement. And then finally, you know, you've got your analysis tool, which um, every social media manager or marketing team should understand the data behind your social activity, the effectiveness of your posts and how your audience is actually engaging with different kinds of content. So you should be able to answer whether there are different types of topics that do better than others. Does a carousel post, for example, produce more click throughs, more shares than a standalone image? What is that customer journey after they've engaged with your social content? So with the HubSpot analytics tool, I can produce reports and view important social KPIs, for example, which ultimately help me refine and adapt our social strategy and provide a business case that is then supported by data insight. So you could put a lot of time and resource into creating your social content, but I think unless you track your social performance so you know what's working and arguably more importantly what isn't working you could continue to see no growth and no lead generation so that real-time data that hubspot can provide allows me to drive results based on content that i know will resonate with our followers rather than just me assuming or producing content you know i think that will perform well i think people will like that i can actually back it up so i think the analytics dashboard having a really useful range of data like engagement, following, page visits, but also visually being really easy to understand and then export into a report helps me then highlight that key data to my stakeholders on a weekly, a monthly basis, whatever that might be. And it also gives other areas of the business an insight into our social performance and growth. So I think that's key, making sure that, you know, whatever is happening with our social performance, I can always then translate that to the rest of the business. 
Great. So, I mean, you mentioned metrics there and, and analyzing uh, social. Um, what would you say and what's your advice to to other businesses? What, what are the metrics they should really be focusing on looking out for when it comes to social media? I think it really does differ depending on your business. And um, I think a lot of businesses these days are very focused on followers. And for me, while I really like to make sure that, you know, we are building a following, I don't think it's necessarily the main thing to to kind of focus or get get yourself down about if you've gone a week without gaining an extra follower. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me personally, when I use social media, I don't always follow accounts, but I do check in on what they're producing. Sometimes I just don't like people clogging up my, my feed, um, but I will still go and engage with that content and actively search for them. So I think instead what you want to be tapping into is, engagement you know are people liking what you're putting out there are they sharing it with other people and if they are engaging with it what is that engagement are they clicking through to your website and viewing a blog and then doing something with that are they initiating a conversation with you and and sharing with other people that could potentially become a lead in future and making sure that you're you're keeping an eye on that and um also monitoring your website performance if you're putting click throughs on your posts and they're going through to a website, what is then happening with that user journey? Um, and if, you know, it's, it's not really translating well, or there's some issues online with the way that people are interacting with your content, how can that then be improved and fed back into other teams so that ultimately, you know, you want to drive people to your website or to whatever content that you're producing through your social posts. So is that happening? So I just really like to tap into engagement rates and um shares comments what is happening engagement wise and what those people are then doing once they've seen our social posts yeah brilliant okay so um you know one final question then so what's your personal go-to uh social media platform what what do you like using um which platform's the best are we talking personally or for a business i'm gonna say personally because you, you know you've talked a lot about the business already and uh, you know personally what would you what would you actually uh, go to as a as a consumer do you know i think yeah as a consumer i tend to i think because i'm in marketing and i'm just a very like visual person who likes creative posts i think instagram just tends to be my go-to i think it's interesting a lot of people use a lot of different platforms for different things i think twitter is probably a bit more for people that are more conversational and like to talk about key topics and what's trending in the world but for me Instagram I like to make sure that I follow content that I really enjoy and want to digest so I'm really creative so I like to follow artists on social media particularly Instagram and and people that are creating really cool things rather than following like social influence for example but I think Instagram if you use it in the right way um, and you're kind of digesting content that is mentally good for you but also stuff that's gonna spark a bit of creativity inside of you um yeah instagram for me is the place to do that although i will admit over the past few months i have slowly becoming um one of those people that's very into tiktok and <laughs> every time i hear a song i know it's from tiktok so um yeah i'm with you on that one what about you what's your go-to social platform um so for me it would be i probably spend more time on facebook than any of the others really yeah that's interesting actually i don't often hear people say facebook 
I know. Um, I just find that my news feed now is sort of the the algorithm is settled down, and mm. it's kind of it. it I've, I I sort of get content on my feed that I actually want to actually read now, whereas in the past it was kind of just full of stuff that I just skipped through. Um, yeah, I just find that yeah, Facebook for some reason just the content on it resonates with me more than things like in platforms like Instagram, where I feel like maybe I don't follow enough accounts to actually get the content and eat. I just don't put enough time into Instagram to really get the most out of it. Yeah, see, I don't follow loads of accounts personally on Instagram, but I think the algorithm tends to be if you're actually engaging and liking those posts, then they'll it'll show you more posts like that. So maybe you just need to become a bit more active in terms of if you love something you see, give it that double tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, Twitter as well. I mean, I do, I do like using Twitter, um, although... I find that it's it's. Uh, I think my my news feed is quite saturated. I think that's the the problem with a lot of people on Twitter is that you know you, the news feed on Twitter can quickly become quite saturated. So you end up yeah. having to sort of graft a bit more to find to search for the accounts you want to you want to uh, find on there. So I mean, I'm not a massive user of social media. I used to be probably more than I am now, but um, I actually quite like. I mean, I've mentioned all three about LinkedIn as well. Yeah. So LinkedIn, you know, I'm actually on probably on LinkedIn more time than any of the other platforms because I'm on it all day um, at work as well, just to sort of keep an eye on business trends and everything and conversations. For me, I use LinkedIn more in terms of a, a professional capacity rather than personal. I don't know about you, but um, I rarely use that to just chat about things that I'm interested in, which is probably something that I should do more. But I think it is becoming a platform where a lot more people are talking about just their daily lives and that tends to resonate with a lot more people online and and often get a lot more engagement so it's definitely one to consider but yeah it tends to be more of a professional capacity that I'm on LinkedIn which is quite interesting you know I actually find that LinkedIn has a lot more personable content than than other platforms now mm-hmm. like Facebook um just because you get a lot of people telling stories and anecdotes and, um, you know, some of them are, are terrible, but like, <laughs> but some, you know, there's a lot of positivity. There's a lot of, uh, you know, some really, some really good stories that people post out on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. I think that the algorithm on LinkedIn specifically helps you connect with more like-minded people, which is probably why a lot of the content is often, it resonates with you a lot more and it's a lot more personable. Yeah, de- Definitely. Okay, well, that's uh, that's all, all the time we have today, uh, Kerry. So um, thanks very much. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you about social, and I'm sure that our listeners will be interested in trying some of the advice um, that you've given there with their own teams and lives. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, thanks for your time today, Kerry. Thanks, Matt. It was a pleasure.